Will, the Kill Chope. What's going on, man? Welcome back to the show. Yo, what's up, John? How you been? Good, good, man. Uh, you know, like I like I always like to say, man, Will. Always good to talk to Will. Do you know why? Because Will is the first person I've ever interviewed back uh-huh. in the day in Korea in that history. hotel. OG. MMA history right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you're making you're making a lot of history, man, throughout the years, and uh, you keep going. Uh, let's talk about uh, first is uh, Fight Bros, man. You're in Phuket right now. I, you know, before the interview, you know, you were sitting in in the store. Let's talk about that. You know, the process of opening that store. Uh, so, so I've been um, I've been uh, sponsored by the company of Fight Bro. It's it's a Chinese company, but the guy he's he's like a Chinese American. Lived in America like ten years. He had, he went back to China. He has like a, he makes cages, rings, like anything combat sports related, mat surfaces, rash guards, like everything. But anyways, he sponsored me like f- about five years ago, and like he's been an on my my only ongoing sponsor actually, and. Uh, and we've, we've done like some work before, like where I went to China for him and stuff. And like over the years, we have we have, we like have a pretty good working relationship. And uh, he was wanting to open a store in Phuket and ex- like more expand, aggressively expanded brand, especially this year. And uh, just I just so happened to have a Thai wife. <laughs> so uh, so that makes things really easy and convenient, um, especially like legally, because you have to have a like if you don't have a if you're a foreigner, have a business and, and you have to have a Thai partner. And uh yeah, so it made sense. And so, uh, yeah, we just we literally just opened the store Monday. That's why I'm late for this interview is because I was running around doing some shit. So sorry about that. <laughs> it's all good. But, yeah. It's great to see, man, that you're expanding, you know, in the business world, your portfolio, right? <laughs> Yo, I don't want to, though. I just want to be a stupid, like, grunt fighter, you know? But, like, uh, <laughs> but, like three kids and a wife, like, I got to be, like, more stable and I have to be, like, responsible. That shit. Responsibility sucks, dog. <laughs> yeah, it does, man. It does. <laughs> but it's all right. That shit, like, it helps like the finances, and we got something like more stable now, so that's that's good. So, and even like the, what we've just opened Monday, and like already the, the store sales are like doing pretty good. Like, I mean, maybe it's just opening luck or something, but uh, but yeah, we haven't done any marketing or advertising, so like, yeah, hopefully it's gonna be good. But I just hope it doesn't take too much time away from training. Like that's. That's like, well, that's what I'm scared of. I'm like, man, I'm always scared to do, like, commit to anything or commit to any one gym at any place or be a full-time coach because I'm always scared it's, uh, scared it's going to take away from my training and, like, my performance. Because I'm still young. Like, I turn 29 next month. I was like, man, I got at least six, seven years of my prime left. Like, at least. Yeah. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> so, like, uh, like, technically our prime ends at 36. So, so but, uh, but. Man, so I, I want to be fighting like strong until I'm 40, you know, ideally. And after 40, I'd like to be like settled down. But uh, I don't know. I still got shit that I want to accomplish fighting. I just hope this, uh, all these other little things don't fuck it up. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so, man. I think uh, Fight Bros, man, it's, it's growing pretty quickly. I've noticed it, you know. I've noticed more people wearing Fight Bros around the scene. So when more people are wearing it, you know. The brand is growing, man. So uh, hopefully yeah, yeah. everything works out for you. And uh, that store is in a perfect location, man. Because everybody's like, it's not just fighters that are going down there to train. People don't understand. It's people yeah. from all over the place just going down there to just kind of hang out and get into fitness. And, and maybe they might put on some gloves, you know. And, and they love to spend money. So why not spend it at that yeah. store? Yeah. 
like, man, a lot of people don't know Phuket is like the number one fitness training destination in the world as far as like tours. Like, even that road, like, it's funny when you're when you're in Phuket, you're like, oh, I'm coming to Thailand. But you go on the road and you look around, 80% of the people you see are like foreigners. Mm-hmm. They're all tourists or people just trying to, like, yeah, on a two week or one month vacation, spend the money. So, yeah, hopefully, it, it, yeah, it's, it's going to be good. So, well, things. it all works out, man. <laughs> you can, uh, you can get ready for your upcoming fight, you know, in uh, in in any of those gyms there. You know, where are you working mostly? Are you working at a Muay Thai gym or are you working at an MMA gym right now to get prepare yourself um, for your next fight? I'm, I, I train like jujitsu and boxing at Tiger Muay Thai, and then um, I do Muay Thai like these little gyms, and then I'll drop in random gyms for MMA sparring. Um, same thing, like is I don't want to commit to like one gym and sign a contract, and like I argue, like it's one thing if if like a like, for example, like if, if I'm a sponsor fighter at Tiger and Tiger organizes my fights, that's one thing. I give them a percentage. They're the one who got me up to fights. But like I get all my own contacts. And anytime I could, like stay at a gym for a little bit, all of a sudden the owners, because they give me free training, they, they expect me to help the other fighters get fights. I'm supposed to help with this and I'm supposed to pay a percent. So I'm like, man, you guys are just trying to like take my contacts and then like and not even be grateful. And then I'm supposed to act pretend. And then you guys want me to be grateful to you guys, you know? And I'm, like, giving you guys advertisement as well. Of course, I need training. I respect the trainers, and I I can't, you know, get ready for a fight without training and teammates and stuff. But, uh, but yeah, I got my boys at Tiger, so I go train with my boys and, and I train at these little gyms, get my pad work with the Thai trainers I like, and I'll drop in for sparring. And we'll see how it goes. So. I just yeah, got man, back to Phuket yeah. and uh, – you can't be a manager, man, and a fighter at the same time, especially, you know, what you got on your plate. You have to take care of your family, too. What did you, what, that'd just be crazy. Nah, well, it's and like, but it's not even just like, uh, but if I'm at a gym, like, man, all these fighters ask me for help to get fights or get contacts. But it's like, yo, what do I get out of it, guys? Like, if I like you, if you're, if you're my, hey, the, the guys out there that I've actually talked to and that you're my boy and I'm a fan or I like you, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the, Hundreds of other people who asked me to help them get fights that I barely even know. I've not even had a Facebook conversation. And the, their first Facebook conversation is them asking me for a fight or some shit. Like, those guys, they're like, fuck you. Go find your own contact. Yeah. You know, go do your shit by yourself. Get a fight. And you guys don't even want to give me, like, 10%. And if I got to go get 10%, like, if I had a uh, – re- when I used to manage fighters back in the day, bro, I would, like, as far as other managers, the standard is about 15 to 20%. And I, I take 10%. And ten percent of a thousand dollars is only a hundred bucks. And if I'm like having to bug you like for weeklies, like for weeks after your fight to give me a hundred bucks, like, yo, the juice is not worth the squeeze. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I so I just don't want to do it, you know. So yeah, let's talk about. I sound know, like we a were dick just right talking now. about. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, it is reality <laughs> though. It's a reality. But, but like, though. man, I've been in, yeah, I've been in this scene for a long time, and like uh, everybody thinks they're just gonna. Uh, they'll just message like i'm just gonna message me on facebook but i got like all these other people messaging me that like like i'm not gonna just jump people up on priority i'm uh, first i'm gonna look after my friends my boys and like teammates and training partners and those guys i'll try to help out because and i don't even want anything to help out my friends but and i and i do help out my friends but but as far as uh these random people i don't know it's like hey sorry guys like, <laughs> go, go yeah, do I'll, it by yourself I'm like i did it I by myself there's no reason you can do it by yourself Cause you're doing a lot of things, you know, you got the fight bros thing going on and then now you got a, a title fight, man. Like 
how did that happen? How did that? How did you hook oh. up with? Uh, 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 you know, if I want to know about promotions that I don't want to know about, you, I just follow you. You know, I just check out like what's Will doing? Like where is Will <laughs> fighting next? Because he'll just be fighting at some promotion that you probably never heard of before. You know, in between in in between fights where he's fighting for bigger promotions, and mm-hmm. you'll be like, oh, this is going on now with you. Your next fight is at German MMA Championship, and you're fighting for the lightweight title. How did that happen? How did you connect with them? Oh, uh, man, I just got a, a random message because the guy, uh, Hamid Grabinski or Marcel Grabinski, whatever, uh, uh, yeah, he's a tough veteran. He's 17 wins, five loss record. He was originally going to fight somebody else, I guess. And uh, that guy, I guess, pulled out injury or whatever reason he pulled out. And so they asked me, like, basically on yeah, a month's notice if I would take that fight. I was like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, no problem. So I was like, yeah, so I uh, signed right away and said yes. And then, yeah, so I'm going to fucking Cologne, Germany. And what's, what, you know, what's funny is, like, I'm Asia will the kill. But, like, this year I've been in Europe a lot. I already fought twice in the U.K. for BKB, fought in Italy, and now I'm going to be in Germany. So I'm like, oh, it's kind of cool. Like, uh, I feel like my career shifted in a little bit. Especially as like the farther I draw away from one FC and one FC's like network, one FC really is kind of taking over Southeast Asian MMA, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, that's, that's it is what it is, and there's really not a lot of promotions going on in Southeast Asia. Uh, not at least not like it was like five six years ago. There came a lot more promotions in Asia, and uh, yeah, so I'm, because of that, I've been yeah going to Europe and looking at other avenues, really pursuing pursuing left way and. Bare not BKB bare, bare knuckle boxing as well, and I've been trying to get uh, BKFC or get another BKB fight as well. So um, yeah, and and I what's funny is these European promotions. I, I haven't actually went out and uh, talked to them. They they actually messaged me. Yeah, all three times it was uh, them contact uh, contacting me. So yeah, it's kind of chill. It's you know I think a lot of people can learn from like what you're doing. You know, like just taking fights in all different disciplines you know because the reason why i say that is because a lot of these guys would just want to take mma fights but you shouldn't do that you should take any fight you should go box you should go do jujitsu you should go do kickboxing because at the end of the day all that stuff is going to be useful when you do actually step into that mma cage yeah i'm like i'm like and i always tell these guys who, who have been in phuket for a while and and uh they're looking for mma fights they're like man i've been here a year i haven't had a fight I'm like what? Like what do you mean you haven't had a fight? I was like, dude, you can go fight Muay Thai next weekend, like or in one or two weeks. Like, why don't you fight Muay Thai? And it's like, oh man, I don't want the pays this, this and that. And I'm like, yo, it's, every fight is an investment in your career, and every fight is a resume builder. That's another credential, you know. And it, like, what? You're in Thailand and you're not gonna fight Muay Thai. And if you do fight a couple fights in Muay Thai, so like you haven't been busy in MMA, so you fight two or three Muay Thai fights. Make yourself a cool little video, some clips, make a highlight reel out of those little videos, especially you kick the guy's ass. And then, boom, you use that to promote yourself and try to get your MMA fights. Like That's what I did when I first when I first came here in 2010. Man, I fought a bunch of Muay Thai fights. And fuck, 2011, my MMA record was shit, but I kept fighting a bunch. I had like 20 Muay Thai fights. And uh, man, I, I like... I use that to talk to murders. I was like, oh, I have this many Muay Thai fights. I'm doing this. I'm fighting every every other week. Like, yo, I want to fight. And then eventually promoters like, all right, I'll give this, I'll give this weird, tall, lanky guy a chance. Like, he, he, he seems down. He did just fight two weeks ago. So, fuck, why not have him on my show in like a month or whatever? And 
like you, like fighters really need to learn how to promote themselves and not expect the gym. You know, the gym is not going to do always do it for you, or your your, uh, your managers aren't going to do it for you. They're going to go after the most whoever they have signed or at their gym, whatever. They're going to go after the most lucrative guy, and that's the guy they're going to promote. The guys who get the most, like Tiger Muay Thai, for example, is going to spend more time promoting UFC fighters and Ryzen fighters, even one championship fighters, than like guys fighting on smaller shows. And if you want to be one of those guys fighting on, you know, to get 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 that big stay, you, you take these little steps and. That might be fighting Muay Thai, or that might be fighting K1, but yo, know, money's money, you know. So. Yeah, man, especially in in Thailand, you know what I mean, where you could kind of get more bang for your buck while you're there, you know what I mean, like as in, you know, like the cost of living is lower than it would be anywhere, you know, and especially in like say like uh Singapore or cuz you lived in Singapore, you know, you lived in Malaysia. Yeah. Those countries compared. Li- yeah. Yeah, I was literally just in Singapore. It was like so crazy the cost of living like how expensive a meal is compared to here to there you know so yeah Yeah, but (laughs) i think that's why you don't really see many fighters that are really based out of singapore unless you're backed by a major gym yeah or unless you're local like unless you're local singaporean yeah if you're a foreigner like it's it's hard you know like yeah you gotta be yeah it's fucking hard man (laughs) Uh, but also too like like these muay thai fights here they pay six thousand or seven thousand baht. That's a little two hundred dollars, or maybe sometimes a little more than two hundred dollars. I'm not gonna fight Muay Thai with elbows for two hundred dollars, but I'm like, yo, my rent is two hundred and fifty dollars a month. My 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 rent in USD. It's seven, I pay seven thousand five hundred baht for my rent, uh, which with my utilities is roughly two fifty a month. So if I go fight Muay Thai, my rent's covered. So if you start thinking of it in those terms. Instead of like actually U.S. dollar or your, how much you're making in euro or British pound or whatever, you start thinking, oh, I'm, I'm I'm fighting and that pays my rent. Like, how much is your rent in America or or in England or wherever else? Like, like probably like a thousand dollars or over a thousand dollars. Like, if you're making that money in MMA fight, you're like, oh, that's all right, that's pretty good. But you know, if you're in America, that just pays your rent. Like, you get the same from these Muay Thai fights here, but you gotta change your lifestyle. You can't live like a tourist. You gotta live like a Thai and it's really how bad do you really want it, you know? Like, I feel like a lot of guys come here and they don't, they don't really want it, you know? Like, they, uh, shit, just shit I've never. <laughs> I start ranting when I talk to you, bro. <laughs> I start <laughs> rambling and ranting. <laughs> well, I don't mean to, you know, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, hey, I think that you should start doing like posts about that. You know, I think fighters need to hear that. Not just fighters in in Phuket or in Thailand or even in Southeast Asia. I, I think that. Fighters all around the world need to understand like the mentality that you need to have in the beginning of your career. And you're not even in the beginning of your career, but you kind of have that mentality of someone in the beginning of their career, right? And you're well, still I'm like, pushing. I'm like, until I'm, you're in the UFC making like what, six figures, like, hell, I'm at the beginning of my career. Like, because really, man, you're making a few thousand dollars for your fights. Maybe you, you get like on these bigger shows. And if you, if you do fight like a, if you're fighting like a big show, like, even Battlefield paid pretty well. They paid those guys late, but some of those guys got paid really well. Some guys in one championship get paid well. Some guys in Rising get paid really well. But, but uh, yeah, you, you might fight Rising, what, two times a year? But if you're not in one of those big shows making that kind of money, you're only going to be making a few thousand dollars. So even if I'm 113 fights in, man, I still only make a few thousand dollars every fight, you know? And until I start making six figures, I feel like I'm at the beginning of my career, you know? So. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm not. I'm not making six figures, guys. I'm, I'm making enough to live okay. I'm like I'm, I live an upper middle class life in, by Thailand standards, like, or even by Western standards. I'll say my life is upper middle class. Like, and which I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. I got three kids and a wife, and can support them doing what I'm doing. So it's all right. It's not too bad. If I was single, my life would be crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That excess, that excess uh, income, huh? Oh, it would be retarded. <laughs> I would probably like my career would be destroyed. It would be derailed. My kids keep me like sane, you know, and keep me like yeah. grounded. So. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it, you know, that's why I like talking to you too, man, is that, you know, you keep it real with like everything that you're saying. There's no like a filter of like, you know, this is, you know, this is what they want to hear. You're saying it like it should be. And, and a lot of fighters, I believe that they need to hear that because they do want to kind of like live that Instagram life, you know, like as a fighter. Yeah. So back in the day, me and uh, Mark Striegel, we're not really friends now. We're not cool now. So he's, uh, but we, we used to be really close. And we, uh, but he used to say anything he posts on Facebook or Instagram, he got to be like the Asian GSP. Everything he comes out, very like well thought, well said, you know, and I'm just like, ah, I can't, I can't live like that though. I can't like, you know, people are going to see the real me. They don't like me. They don't like me, whatever. If they like me. Cool. But I just can't be, uh, I just can't fucking be fake all the time. That's honestly why I can't like, I can't play the game. It's probably why I'll never fight for one championship. Cause I can't, I say what's on my mind too much and something bothers me. I tell people, you know, and yeah, that's probably bad. <laughs> wealthier if i could just play the game better but i just can't you know that's why i'll never be a politician you know so but, yeah. everybody has their path man <laughs> everybody has their you know yeah. they got to find what works for them and this this is what works for you you know especially in your in your career and i'm pretty and i'm thinking man that eventually this is all gonna lead to some some big payday you don't even know where it's gonna come from because you know like you 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 have your hand in so many different like promotions and 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 uh you know like even in like countries you know what i mean like you have so many connections where you never know what's gonna come what fight will come and bring you some big cash so it's gonna you know i think it's gonna come for you man and you're you're yeah you just mentioned you're turning 29 people probably think you're like 45 yeah i, I think on fight major <laughs> my fight my fight age is like like the 40s yeah. that's not even that's only my mma fights it's not even considering my like uh I K one and everything else, but uh, yeah. <laughs> which I thought was funny. I was like, man, I hope they don't consider this other shit. I'd be like fifty on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, yeah, like I know I got like I got like five six years. I'm not, like five six like good years. Like, like I said, my, my prime left, and I'm still just gonna fight as much as I can, as much my body will allow. I'm gonna do it, you know. And I I, I like living this lifestyle. I like I like uh, traveling. I like training in different places and fucking. It's fun. Like I never get bored, really. Like, fuck it. If I'm in Thailand a few months and I do start like starts to get uh, too repetitive, it's like, oh, boom, I'm in Singapore or I'm in Taiwan, and I don't know. It's always like a nice change of pace. So, so I can't complain too much. So. Yeah, man. Well, like I said, you know, you have your hands in so many different countries and so many different promotions where you you're allowed that, and I think you did a great job. That's what I'm saying. You should be doing tutorials like teaching these. <laughs> these uh, youngsters like what they need to do you know because you're still a youngster in a way you're still a youngster in a way talking to them like i'm old like i'm a dan henderson or something like i'm an yeah. old veteran 
And man, it's it is funny though. There's some guys here even Tiger that treat me like old veterans. I'm like, yo, you're 24. I'm like, yo, we're almost we're almost the same age. <laughs> Not that much older than you, motherfucker. <laughs> they make me feel old though. I think it's because I have too many kids. <laughs> I got four kids. You know what I mean? Like yeah, 29 yeah. with four kids. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Going Sorry. going back to the Lethway stuff, man. It seems like, you know, Lethway is is growing, dude. Like it's on, it's on oh, yeah. UFC Fight Pass now. Yeah, the, yeah, the WLC, right? Doing well. And uh, they're doing. The I right. saw that Dave was sponsored by Fight Bros. I think he was wearing the shorts. No, uh, Fight Bros. sponsors WLC, so they sponsor oh, okay. WLC shorts. So all the fighters have to wear Fight Bros. Uh, shorts. That's okay, cool. I don't okay. think he's actually. Yeah, for sure, Dave has his own sponsors that are getting yeah. way more. But uh, Dave but is doing has... his thing. He's doing yeah, his yeah, thing yeah. out there. <laughs> Yo, he's killing it, man. What's, yeah. what's crazy is that I, I kind of knew him when he first got sponsored at Tiger. And yeah, man, he's like such a short time. Like, that guy made, like, went through Lethway and became the yeah. face of the entire sport as a foreigner. Is incredible. Yeah. You know? Like, he's like the, like, Buakau, he, like how Buakau is the Muay Thai, that's him to Lethway. And he's fucking Canadian. Like, how crazy is that? You know? But yeah, it's another level, man. Like, you're yeah. you're not even from that country. You just went in there and like it was like the takeover in a way. You know, you just blew up. And yeah, his his life is a movie, man. Like, you could put a you could make a movie when he's done with his career. You know, Yo, of like sure what he did. Yo, that dude's so smart, and it, yeah, yeah, they're so good at like marketing. I guarantee he's working on something. Like, he just did the Amazing Race. <laughs> Like yeah. for sure he's gonna do something else, and or some, there's like two or three things going on in that fool's life right now when nobody yeah. knows about yet. We'll find yeah. out six months later. <laughs> I'm yeah, a fan. Of, I, yeah, I'm a huge fan of Dave. <laughs> and I already said all these motherfuckers they see me doing left weight because me and Dave are roughly the same height. I'm like, yo, fuck you guys. That guy walks around to 90 kilos. I'm like barely 80. I'm like, yo, fuck. So I'm a weight <laughs> class. I'm avoiding Dave like the plague. Yeah. I'm saying it, guys. Yo, fuck you. I fight at my weight class. I can still make 70. My next fight's at 70 kilos. That fool can't make 70. Right, guys? Yeah. Leave me alone. Stop <laughs> fighting Dave LaDuke. Not doing it. <laughs> yeah, so, man. Like, when I see guys like Dave LaDuke, I see you, you know, I always look at it as, like, go find your lane, you know. Go find what you can do, you know. Search for it because you never know. The UFC... One championship is not for everybody, and you you can you can make money, man. It's not like you know if you're if you're go if at the beginning of your career, I believe if you think like you're gonna become a multi millionaire, um, you need to go get a reality check, right? Many times, right? Because the percentage yeah. of that be happening is not is not even close to you know possible, right? So, so like you gotta you gotta you know find the best way. You gotta you gotta start like experimenting, I guess. You know what I mean? Instead of just thinking like I'm gonna go fight for the UFC. Yeah. No, I mean even like right now, the, the top like five, what maybe five or even top, let's say top ten, top ten fighters, highest paid fighters in the UFC right now, are maybe the millionaires. Everybody else that is not top ten are not. And and even if you make a hundred grand in in your fight. Man, how much of that is going to taxes? How much of that's going to your gym, your trainers, your your managers? Like, that's not a lot of money, you guys. Like, especially if you're only fighting like twice a year or three times a year. That's like, ah, yeah, you're right, bro. I need to start making videos about this. Like, about <laughs> fight fight economics. Like, the, yeah. like I feel like real fight economics needs to be talked about. Every now and then, there's like random articles about it, but nobody really talks about it heavily or 
talks like tutorials of explaining to fighters like who actually want to take this as a career path and yeah, man. I think you should do it, man. I think once, like, when you're thinking about it, just pick pick up your phone and just start rambling about like this one aspect <laughs> of fight economics, and then you know, just catalog it. You don't have to release yeah. it. You know what I mean? And then later on, maybe somebody will help you like edit it and and you know make it look a little bit more presentable. And and there you go. Yeah. Voila. You never know what could happen with that. I think that's important, man. Like. I don't. No one's doing that. You don't see Conor McGregor doing that shit because he don't care about that. He don't care about, you uh, know, might, what everybody else is thinking. He's a billionaire with his yeah. <laughs> yeah. As we're speaking, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, hey man, it's, it's always good uh, catching up to you, man. Um, with you, uh, you know, you got a title fight coming up soon. You're getting ready. You got, you know, the fight pro stuff. It's always good to see you moving forward and. And hopefully, man, you get that title and you bring it back to Asia, man. That'll be cool, man. Well, That'll open. be fun. So making Germany MMA great again, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. From from Thailand. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> well, you know, uh, you bring that belt back, man. We, you know, we'll do the interview with the belt, the strap over your shoulder, man. That'll be fun. 